0: Jose, yeah. what's going
1: nice. on, man?
0: What up, what up, Jose? How you doing? Good. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. I was just uh, getting cool. called. I was just getting looked. I was just getting called out because I I looked pissed, so I had that's to. Hi, man. Uh, I I'm, 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 I know, <laughs> right? You would think they'd get used to it by now. Um, I, I
2: I always told the other coaches, you know, it's not Coach Grumpy. If he's not mad,
0: man. <laughs> that's only when my that's my game face, man. That's your everyday face, I, I was going to say, people I, out here, man. <laughs> unfortunately, I carry it with me all the time. We're going to give it a few minutes here, Jose, before we get started. Um For sure. let, let people log in a little bit, man. How you doing today, man? Everything good? Doing good. Uh, ran
2: a couple errands today, you know, had, some, had to do some stuff. Uh, But nonetheless, it's good, man. The, the smoke kind of going away. Um, you know, You know, you got to do what
0: you got to do. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So we had to catch on board, man, and I'll let my son talk about it here a little bit. All right, so just giving a
1: little announcement for our merch. We had some, some white shirts drop. Here's the front. Here's the back. And then we also got the same shirts in black. That's the back. If you guys are interested, just let us know, and we will be able to get a shirt for you guys. And if you guys are out of town, we'll happily ship it to you, take it out to you, whatever. We will get you one. And also... How much are they? Oh, we're sorry. Just, we're just giving them away? They are, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, 20 bucks if you guys are interested. Hit us up. Also... Sign me
2: up for one, Matt. Sign me up for one. Sorry to cut you off, but sign me up for one. There you go. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, also, if you guys want to listen to us on a different platform, we're available on pretty much every other pop platform possible um we're on apple podcasts uh spotify
0: yeah we're we're everywhere just see look at joe right away free no no joe you gotta pay <laughs> man i i don't care i don't care what the the status is you know that things don't come cheap right jose
2: nothing comes cheap man you gotta work <laughs> for everything around here man. yes
0: sir All right, good good stuff all right
1: so let's just get right into this Jose, um, did I
2: freeze
1: up? What's up?
2: Did I freeze up? Oh, I thought I froze up. Yeah, oh, no, uh, you're, uh, you're...
1: yeah, a little bit, but you're back. Okay. All right. Um, just tell our viewers a little bit about yourself, how you came up, where you're from, everything like that.
0: Wait, wait, ah. wait we're gonna use your word, your your word. Remember the one Coach B was Come, giving you our time. Comeuppets. Your comeuppets. Your comeuppets. Tell us about your comeuppets. knows me knows I make up words as I go, man. I make up my own <laughs> You know, I don't wrote, I, I wrote with my own, with my
2: own <laughs> dictionary, you know what I'm
1: saying? Uh, well, you know, came up and saw
2: that, uh, came up uh, uh, and saw that, you know, uh, I, I'm the second of all four boys, well, four boys and one little girl, uh, hardworking Mexican parents that came here back in the late eighties, I believe. So they came here, they came here my dad, uh, Worked at the fields after a while, you know, he bounced to Dole, and he's been there every since he's worked there almost as long as I've been alive. Um, you know, that's a man who's shown me, you know, what it is. To just duck your head and work. Um, uh, so, uh, and then being raised around four, four, four brothers, man, you know, the teasing gets to, you know, we, 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 we were built tough, right? Um, we messed around with each other a lot. We, you know, we were in the backyard and we were getting cut. We were getting bruises. We were falling left and right. Um, so, you know, my childhood was great, man. I had a great childhood running around, you know, doing what we do. Um, we, did, we did enjoy going to the park a lot. And a lot of, I, I like to talk, when I talk to people, I like to talk about when we would go to the park. Because, you know, you picture all oh, they their, you know, four brothers going to the park, playing, with, playing around, you know, with each other. Um, we wouldn't. We would go to the park and play against people. And we would, we would, like, team up and play against, like, older heads, right? Like, they were, like, maybe five, year old, five years older. Um, and that's the thing I talk about a lot with, with some of my friends. I talk about how, how you know, kids yeah, nowadays, they want to play with each other. They want to they play, you know, one-on-one with kids your age. And it's like, no, nah, man, you got to compete with kids that are older than you because they're going to pull you around. That's going to make you a bully. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, grew up a bully, you know, because you, that was just the way it is. You know, you got bullied in the court and in the field with other kids that are older than you, so, you know. But, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's Michael Muppets.
0: You come up. It's did, did Um, tell me how. Um, well, let me see here. Give me a second. Uh, I didn't really read up on the script here. I've been kind of busy at work. Um, I, you had a stint in Greenfield, right? I uh, what? You, you went to school in Greenfield for a year or two years or something like that.
2: Uh, no, actually, I just I just had a lot of friends. And the the way I came uh, I came about in Greenfield is uh I have a cousin here. His name's Chet, and so I you know. He 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 well his name's Jose, but I think everybody calls him Che and the way like I would come and hang out with him. Um and you know, just you know, we I, I became friends with his friends, right? Like we would we were cool with we were cool with his friends and that's actually how I kinda met Rudy and Roger, right? Mm. Um I was with my cousin uh Che in Greenfield and you know, I ran into him and they're like, Oh, do you know Che? Like I'm like, Yeah, that's my cousin and They're like, Oh damn, that's your cousin, like that's my childhood friend, I guess like I had no idea, but they used to go fishing together, and you know they used to go to you know soccer or they used to play at at, at the schools together. So that's kind of how I became friends with people, with
1: some of the peeps here in Greenfield, you know, through mm-hmm. through my connection with my cousin. Okay, all right. So you went through you went through high school all throughout, um, or all throughout your school years through Soledad, right? Yes, sir. Um, all four years. Um, you know, I, I never really
2: went to a different school. I never really. I mean, I, I knew nothing else, right? I lived in Grinfield, and I already was, like, um, my parents weren't big in football, man. I tell everybody this story. My dad didn't start going to football, uh, to my football games, not because he didn't want to, but just couldn't. He had work. Um, and he didn't start going around till maybe, like, my senior year in high school. Um, he started He started being, you know, he started hearing from the grapevines with his friends, you know, hey, your son, he's a great athlete, like, check it out. Like, he came out in the newspaper, and so my dad started thinking a little bit like, dang, man, like I'm missing out on these guys' games. And so he started showing up to the games and seeing what we were about, you know. He he wasn't much of a sports guy, you know. He he's from the rancho of Mexico, you know. He yeah. doesn't know much about about sports. So um yeah, he started popping up to the football games that way. But yeah, we went to I went to Salted That High. All my brothers went through Salted That High. My sister's currently going through Salted That High right now. So yeah, everybody, we're all from
0: there. Right on. So now that you've uh... Um, you know, you're done with your playing days. We'll we'll cover that here in a little bit. Um, but now you've started a podcast, right? Um, BAM, by any means, right? Um, what, what message are you trying to put out with it? What What is behind BAM? Um, what what does it represent? What does it mean to you, you know? Um, how did you come up with the idea? Just g- give us a little history about that. Well,
2: I'm going to go deep into it, man. It kind of... Like tell everybody how it started because a lot of people have asked me that and it's a it's it's a it's a funny story and it's kind of something that we talked about right with this whole pandemic. Well, when you were on my show, we talked about Mm it. With this whole pandemic, everybody's thinking of cycles. Everybody's trying to do something. Everybody's trying to stay active. Not 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 because they want to, but because it is. Man, they're trying to keep their sanity, right? So they're trying to you know do something. They they don't want to just stay at home. At least myself, I'm not a homebody, man. I, I, you know, I don't know how to stay home and relax. I really don't know how to relax, um, and so one day I was, you know, finally relaxing and sitting down, and I was watching a YouTube, a YouTube video about um, I forgot what it's called. I believe it's called Hot Hotwoods or something like that. It, the guy basically has guys in, in, in his podcast or whatever. He eats hot ass chicken, or he asks he asks some questions, and as they go, you know, they eat those hot ass chicken. It gets hotter and hotter flavor. Uh, you know, you start with mild and it, 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 increases by, by time. And so I started thinking, man, like, you know, that's a smart idea. That's a really smart idea to incorporate, you know, chicken wings and a podcast and a blog. Cause it's kind of like, a <laughs> I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if it was a show at one point. Right.
1: So yeah. like, that's a smart idea, man. Like to kind of have people and, and ask them and talk to them.
2: Like that's, that's, that's really good. So I started thinking, well, what can I do? Like I'll, I'm sitting at home, I'm doing nothing. I'm just, you know, the days are going by, what can I do? And so that's kind of how slowly I started thinking about, I, I talked to Coach Langa and and we're like, you know, do you want to kind of go live together and just talk about things? Um, and the first live, man, I'll tell you this, it was a disaster, right? Like, he even called me afterward. he was like, dude, I, if I wanted to talk to you on the phone, I could have just called you, right? <laughs> so I'm like, dang, like, I got to, and I have a script, I have everything planned out, but... You know, things come up and I forgot it at home, and so um, he called me up. He's like, "Dude, if I if I if I wanted to talk to you on the phone, I could have just called you or FaceTime you." And so I was like, "I wasn't I, know I wasn't prepared, but I'll prepare for the next one." And so I kind of like my brother taught me all the time. My brother, uh, my uh, brother that's after me, Eric. He tells me, "Dude, you gotta stop. You know, letting yourself fail in order for you to succeed. You gotta just prepare and succeed." and I just tell them all the time. That's not me, man. Like I have to, personally, I have to fail. I have to fail in order to achieve or get to where I want to be. Uh, so that way, I learn from it. and I study it. Uh, and so I got it. I took it back, and then I, I revised what I wanted to be about. I, I kind of, you know, started thinking: Where, who do I want to aim
1: for? <laughs> what, what platform do I want to take it on? Um, who are my who are my guests that I want to have on
2: here? What do I want to have? Uh, you know, who do I want to have talk? And so slow little by little, you know, it turned into into something in regards with people that have have gone on to do something. I'm not saying that people the people that I don't have on there don't do anything with their life, right? But I'm saying I want people that have an extraordinary story that have gone on and 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 done something in life, right? Like I had a buddy, I had a buddy that 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 wait. <laughs> I had a buddy that
0: that um <laughs> that went to ucla and everybody knows it's already hard enough to get into ucla mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um he got his four-year degree
2: and this dude did not pursue a career or a job within that four-year degree and in a hispanic household you know you you got your parents and i'm a cuss don't tell you Cabrón, if you went to school and got your degree vas a ir a tra- you're gonna go work where you got your degree. Right. Not this guy, man. He followed his dream. He followed whatever he wanted to do, which was bar, you know, barber and cutting hair. And he pursued it. And he's 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 about to open like a small little spot for him so that we can cut hair now, man. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like little extraordinary stories like that. You know, we got a boatload of kids in Greenfield and King City and Salda and Gonzalez that are trying to cut hair um, and are trying to pursue that, and they don't know how. And it's it's usually because all the guys leave, right? They 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 don't stay in Salda because Um, ultimately you cannot charge to the, to the, to the biggest or to the, to the best of your ability. You can't, you can't charge them for the, for what you're giving them, right? Because it's a low income community. But when you go to a, to a place like Melrose in LA, where my brother's cutting hair and where my friend was cutting hair, right? Those guys out there, (coughs) those cats out there, they charge like 60 bucks for haircut, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they charge good money. And so, you know, they're able to build capital and eventually do something here, man. You the most, you could probably charge somebody, in this community because it's low income, is probably 30 bucks and that's kind of pushing it in my in my opinion right yeah and so yeah that's where that's kind of where, where this whole podcast started going right like i started getting friends like that <clears throat> and, and you know people that i just came in contact with over the time and that's how you know band production grew
0: right on just just to touch on a side note there what you just said about kids not knowing how to pursue some of the things they want to do and and i think that has a lot to do with with people that mentor them in their schools and stuff. Because uh, me growing up, and, and a lot of the old-timers will tell you that when we were in high school, um, they pushed t- trade schools, you know, they, they, they pushed you to be a mechanic, to be a, a fabricator, to be, you know, different things, you know, a mechanic, and so on and so forth. And, and nowadays, the, the schools are so set on, you know, go get your four Well, there's nothing wrong with getting your four year degree, don't get me wrong. Um, but as I'm sure you've heard this a million times, school's not for everybody. And it really isn't. Um, but however, you know, we, we have kids that are great at other things. And I think educators are forgetting that, you know, let's push them to the trade schools. Let's push them. Like right now I can tell you working in the ag world for as long as I have. Um, I wish we were able to find more fabricators out there. Um, more guys, actually your father-in-law is one of them. Uh, you know, he's, he's, man, I love that guy. He's, he's good at what he does and, and he, and he gets creative, you know, when you can't figure something out. So, you know, and, and you don't have guys like that anymore. Um, because they they push education down your throats and it's kind of like they don't become good at anything um, yeah. they just become good at what a book tells them to do when in reality um, you know they can be awesome mechanics and i know some of our kids the football kids this year stepped up and went to uti and trying to be mechanics and trying to be all that but just to touch on your point about you know mexicanos you know trabajas o vas a la escuela type thing and and you know going yeah. to work and doing something you love should there shouldn't be anything wrong with that you know, go go to a trade school. Go uh go, go be, you know, go be all these little things that don't doesn't take, you know, four or five years to do. So anyway, that's just yeah. my take on it.
2: Hey, I kinda, let me take it a little bit further. Hold up, sorry. Let me take it a little bit no, yeah, that, and that's one thing that I've kinda like um I talked to the older heads about and, and they'll tell you like even a Mexico, dude, they had like these trade classes that they would you know, carpentry, uh tiles, uh, you know, ele- electrician. They had all these stuff, man. And, mm-hmm. and it, it goes back. it's a conversation about
1: you know the education
0: system at this point you know and it kind of it, it it's it's kind of something
2: to talk about it's a it's an extensive list of what goes on and it kind of <laughs> it kind of it kind of sucks to be honest yeah i know um, there should be there should be way more
0: to do no yeah i mean i think um, there's even counselors and even school uh, educators that discourage kids from doing the temporary oh don't don't go be an electrician when you can go be uh, you know xyz after you've spent 6 years in school But their love is an electrician, you know, and it's kind of I know cats my age that that, um, you know, are are doing amazing things. You know, they're financially supporting their families, so on and so forth. And then you get people that get their degrees that can't even get a job, just like you said earlier, in in their field because they're not happy with it. Um, They spent, you know, already lost a lot of time trying to do what they were trying to get educated to do. And so anyway, that's just my take on it. Maybe because I didn't go to school either and, and doing what I'm doing, you know what I mean? But there's different ways out you just got to stick to what you know and and be good at it and stay committed to it um, just, just like we were on the first podcast you and I talked about you know it, it's it's not what people see you doing it's what you do when the lights are off right and uh, that's kind of been important and I think that the schools are losing sight of that a little bit um, yeah. encourage the kids to do what they're good at plain and simple so Never. anyway <clears throat> Uh right, so I kind of
1: wanted to take a little step back. Um as you were talking earlier about you coming up, you you were talking about how you played football and and everything like that and I kind of wanted to ask you about your football journey cuz I know it didn't it didn't just end right after high school, so I kind of want to touch on that a little bit.
2: Okay, you, you want the whole the whole boring spiel? You want the you want to where you want to know where it, or how it started? Because it's actually a funny story how I even got into football. Because I wasn't a football guy, you know. A guy named Jose Maria. You start
0: off in soccer, you, know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you don't start off football. All right, what's her name? Huh? What was her name that got you into football? So,
2: so the, the, the,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The,
2: the way it started, the way it started was, dude, I wouldn't play. I never played. Um, organized football. You know, all these kids nowadays, they have their dads, you know, they're putting them at, at a young age in flag football, or they're putting them at a young age and tackle football. I didn't have that, man. You know, my, like I said, my dad was not a sports guy. You know, all, all we did was go to the park and play. You know, find somebody to play against, find someone to play with and play. And we just played soccer all the time. We would go to the parks and play against these older dudes that were already in high school and we played we play soccer. Um, sometimes basketball. Um, I would play with my neighbors, we, little, little, you know, pickup games, basketball, that's about it. But one day, um, I remember I was about like in fifth grade, man, I was in fifth grade and uh, we were playing street football in the streets, right? We're, and at that time, you know, everybody, you know, you're throwing the ball, uh, the car's coming you, yell, car, you have to move out of the way. And so, you yeah. know, it's
0: all funny <laughs> games. there's
2: no, there's no true competition going on. Um, well, my neighbor at the time was a saw that warrior football coach. Um, and he knew, or he was friends with the head coach, um, and so he told him, "Hey, dude, you gotta stop by and see these four brothers when they play out here in the street. Like, these guys are getting it, and they're not just like catching balls and making your simple stuff. Like, these dudes are diving in fucking concrete <laughs> and, and making catches. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so he came over, dude, and 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 I saw him off the corner of my eye. He was just like kicking it with his na- with my neighbor. And, and we were playing, dude. We were out there mossing. We were out there running around kids, you know, our neighbors. You know, we were, we were doing our thing, me and my brothers. Um, uh, I guess specifically for him, I stood out. And so after we were done playing, um, he called me and he asked me, do you want to play football? I run the saw that football uh, program. Um, and... At that time, I was already playing for the Salt at Cougars because, you know, my friends were playing and my older brother was playing. And, you know, I, I kind of was not really into it. I was cool. I was OK with it. Like I, I had gotten the MVP trophy there, but like I didn't really enjoy it because we were losing. Right. So it wasn't really like it wasn't really like for me. It wasn't really organized because I was we we're playing here against the Raiders and we we're getting killed, man. And and so I, I, I felt like we were just out there for fun because the the Greenfield Raiders were spanking us the you know the King City was spanking us Gonzalez was spanking us so I'm like dude this is whack like I'm not trying to play football
1: for for the all that Cougars um, but nonetheless I did but then
2: I I like I said I, we were playing on the street we we're diving we we pretty much had not really played any organized sport and and this guy called me out and he tells me hey you want to come on with us and play. And so I say, all right, man, well, well, I can't really afford it. My dad has, my dad, me and my brother, I mean, my brothers want to play, would want to play too. And my dad can afford, you know, four packet or four spirit packets um, for me and my brothers. Like, it's four of us. Uh, They were like 200 bucks or like 150. So the dude was like, dude, I'll take care of it. Like, you and your brothers can play for free. Like, don't worry. So he took care of it. And then that's like my first kind of taste at actual coaching I would say like not, not to disrespect my coaches over at the, with the Cougars but like there wasn't any stability like it wasn't there was no consistency in what they were preaching like I never really understood what they were trying to say or do with us um but then I got to the Warriors and it was kind of a little bit more more of a kind of a, like a you know a breath of fresh air because I'm like all right these guys kind of know what they're talking about and after that, man, I kind of never really looked back. I just kept playing ball. You know, people told me, people would always tell me, you know, you're good. You're really good at football. You, sh- you need to pursue it. You need to pursue it in high school. You're to go you going to co- you're gonna go to college and, you know, you're going to play and do great things. <clears throat> and for me, I was a kid, man. I was always like, man, that, that ain't going to happen. Well, it ended up happening, right? Like, I moved on to high school. Um, my freshman year, I was a little quiet. But then uh, come around sophomore year, you know, Coach Art Belenga and Frankie Belenga got there. And I ran track my freshman year for Arcolanga, and my speed went from like here to here. And it's because I bought into what I was, what they were preaching, right? I bought into what they were doing. I really, I, I, I took them in as mentors, and um, I just ran with it, right? I knew who they were, right? I knew they went to college. I knew they were really good, and I ran with it. And so, you know, started I started as a sophomore in, uh, at varsity. You know, I had a great sophomore or junior season. I had a great senior season, and then I went on to college to play at Arnell. Uh After Hardnell, I went on to Montana, and that's kind of where the ride the ride kind of stopped right there for me because um, I didn't really like the coaching. Um, I didn't like what, how they how they how the players carried themselves. Um, one thing that makes me mad, man, is when when people don't give it their all, and when people don't get pissed off when they lose uh i can't deal with that um i had a i had a teammate who i heard from like (laughs) the corner of my ear and montana say if we lose we still booze and so i was like bro like you really want to walk into to an environment after a football game and party and have a good time after the fact that you know we lost and got spanked. I thought after that, I was just like, I got to get out of here, man. Like this isn't for me. I don't like this. I don't like this environment. I'm not, I'm not like them. And so I tried to walk on to a different school, Azusa Pacific, uh, but it didn't work out for me. They didn't didn't like the fact that I only had one year of eligibility left. Um, So they they decided to not um, give me that shot. And I mean, I was okay with it. I kind of understood. I knew it was going to be a long shot. Uh, just because of that whole one year of eligibility. I mean, put it this way, you know, you got a guy willing to give you four years of his life and then I you got me giving you one year at best, you know right. what I'm saying? Or two right. at best. So that was that was it for me. That was it for football. At least playing wise.
0: Right, right. Hey so uh just a little funny here side note here, you might want to clarify for Coach Adam, uh it appears that uh, you got burned by uh, Josh Allen or something like that.
2: Okay, so going back <laughs> <laughs> you're such a clown man <laughs> no, so um I, I tell i like to tell people this story i we played against uh, rudy and I, uh, a uh when we were high now um, josh allen played at really college um over at i'm not sure what that, that I, i'm i'm guessing it's called really yeah see, the town's um, called really yeah. we we were playing and i told adam <laughs> i was moved from playing the bandit position, which is kind of like a, a rover of, of, of a linebacker and a DB, I got moved from playing that position to playing corner. And I got moved that week, right? So anybody that knows football or knows college football, like trying to prepare within a week is extremely difficult. And, I mean, I had already played corner. I knew how to play. I was okay. I could hold my own. But, God damn, dude, I was playing against a future freaking NFL quarterback, which <laughs> I, I didn't know at the time. But he, I knew he was good, man. I knew he was legit. And so they moved me to corner because they wanted that corner to cover. Uh, like, he was like that receiver, that slot receiver was like the number one slot in the, in the, in the country or something like that for, for junior colleges. So they moved me, and, and I, dude, I had a brain fart. You know, when you know the play, but then you kind of hesitate, and then that one second is all it takes. Well, that's what happened to me, dude. And I got <laughs> hurt by this dude. I was trying, was- I thought it was a play where I was- I'm supposed to jump the flats, but I'm supposed to get deep. And so I like hesitated. I was going to jump the freaking bubble that, that was there. Uh, but I ended up hesitating. And then I, you know, it takes seconds. And so it clicked. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to be deep. I got no help deep. And so I tried to book it. But it was too late, man. He put it right in the damn money. that money the caught it, I got burned. I guess they put it, like, on national television. Oh, thing. no. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy really snapped it to me, dude. He sent it to me, and I'm like, damn.
0: And you know, the, the thing is, Rudy would, you know, he'd be that guy just to say, hey, look, dude. check this out. I don't know who this guy is, and just straight out rub it in your face, right? He, he sent it to our
2: little co- uh, group chat that we have on Snapchat, and he was like, I don't, I don't know who this, I don't know. What did he say? He said something about I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, sounds like something
0: sounds like something Rudy would do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I told Adam, hey, I had to back it up. I told Adam, hey, I got the video where I cracked that guy too. I cracked I cracked Josh Josh Allen and he was trying to run out of bounds, and I just put a little head in there, you know, a little sneak attack, a little little little, little razzle dazzle. So I, I knocked him on his ass, um, trying to run off the sideline. So, you know, I got myself so like,
0: it was a good game. You know, we, came out, we beat them. That's the good part. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs> so
1: you you kind of talked about it a little bit, but I just want I wanted to ask you about like your college experience. It didn't seem like after JC, it didn't seem like it was too great. But how was it like leading up to that? Oh, man, to be
2: honest, that's and this something like this is one of the biggest reasons. I know we're going to talk about this later, but this is one of the biggest reasons why I joined. I, I jumped to coaching. Um, the whole recruiting process, man, is it's all this. It's just ear candy, right? Just ear candy, dude. And, and that's, I got to, like, unfortunately, that, that school that recruited me did, did a lot of it. Um, they did a lot of ear candy talk and, and just told me the right things. And they put the money, the right money on the table, and me, like a folio, I went for it, man, and, and I said, screw it, you know, I'm, I'm a young kid from, you know, forming community. My parents for sure cannot put me through college. Um, so the money was right. I was going to do it, right? And I, the money was right, and I went for it, right? I got, I had, I had a sweet, they probably paid for 80, 80 to 90% of my scholarship or my schooling. Um, so, you know, I was really going to pay for much. Um, and so I went out there and... and you know, it didn't turn out to be what I thought it was going to be. Um, everything that they preach, I found out that it was, in fact, ear candy. Um, but, nonetheless, you know, I, I, I ran with it and I had fun with it. I met some great friends out there and, and made some good... They, they were from L.A. Um, and made some good friends and built some great relationship with guys out there, which, I mean, for me, that's most importantly, right? Yeah. I, I'm all about building my village, man. I'm not I'm not really about the wins and losses in and, and a football team. I'm all about build, building a village and building a a team uh, that I could have for my life and not, 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 in the field. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about life experiences, you know, guys I could invite over for my birthday parties, guys I could crash out at their homes when I go visit a town, you know, right? Cause I got friends in Washington and I got friends in Oregon. I got friends in, um, in LA. I got, I got friends in, in, in some good places where it's like, if you, if I ever come down, you could come over and visit. I got a friend in Canada, man. Matter of fact, you know, so that's what I was about, and and that that was my, that was what I took away from that college experience. Because anybody that anybody that's anybody could always tell you, right, you gotta turn a loss into a lesson, and you can't you can't you can't try to or you can't go into a t- into a situation that you already know is kind of you know it's messed up. You can't go in there and waste it. You gotta kind of take a, take something from that experience, minimal while you're there, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I mean. My JC experience in regard to football. Was better, but in regards to building relationships, that four year was, you know, that was what I wanted. Because over at Hard Out, I got some good friends too. But nonetheless, you know, a lot of the time there was I couldn't build a relationship with the guy because we're out there competing. We're out there, you know, damn near fighting each other in the field, talking smack on the field, and and you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's all fun and games and stuff. But let's be real, you know, you're not gonna try to. Uh, be cool and go to someone's house. That's you know, kind of talking smack to you and trying to bully you at practice, right? Like yeah, I, I, get I, get you. it. You know, there's mm-hmm. no hard feelings. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna go be buddy buddy and go meet their mama or their pops. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna just you know go your separate ways and do your thing. And that's kind of what JC was. You know, there was no way I could build a relationship. There. I'm coming in as a dog. I got, I gotta get, I gotta get mines. And if I have to step on your shoes, I'm gonna do it. You know. So that was my mentality in JC four year I was able to lay back a little
0: bit and build that relationship with friends and teammates and stuff like that. That's what's up. I want to hear more about that one a little bit. Which
1: one The yeah, number four all right um so after after college did you come back to um did you come back to Soledad or did you come back to Greenfield or where did you come back to after you came back from Montana?
2: So I came back man I came back from Azusa when when I started yeah, right. coaching
1: yeah.
2: um cuz I went and I still went went to school there and I still um, I still did, I still kind of you know try to pursue academics but like it's like your uh, coach was saying right like you know school's not for me man the only reason I was in there is because of football you know that that kept my my toes down and I, I stayed grounded and I you know all I wanted was the damn seeds. I wanted to pass you know I just wanted to you know, stay in a steady pace and be able to get through. through. Um, and eventually, when I when I was in Azusa, I said, you know what? This isn't for me, man. Like I can't, I can't keep going to school. I can't, I can't do it. There's no motivation for me. Um, so I came back home, and I'm gonna be honest, man. It was a rough patch, right? I felt defeated. I felt like I had a loss of identity. Like me, myself, I was always Jose, the football player, right? Um, I was, I was, you know, it was never really like, oh, Jose is a very nice guy. You know what i mean? I was always supposed to be a football player. And so when that was no longer part of me, um, I lost my, I felt like I lost my identity. I felt, I felt, you know, really depressed. I felt really sad, um, that this was no longer me. Um, and so I turned to coach art and coach art told me, well, you know what, man, I'm looking for a DB coach. Um, you could come out and, and help us. You know, I, I run the defense that we ran at Hardnell, so you already know most of it. Uh, you, I played, dude. I when I was at Hardnell, I played uh, rover, which is the weak side safety, strong side safety, the bandit, which is the the hybrid between the backer and the DB. Uh, I played corner. You know, I played all these positions, which you know I knew, and I even knew like how to play, or I knew the assignments of the D line and the O line, or the D line and the backers. So. I was familiar with the defense inside and out. And so this guy hit me up and he was like, I need you to come out and be my DB coach. Even if you're not like the the DB coach, like I need you to help me. And so I was like, man, like I'm not much of a coach. I I pretty much said what everybody says, right? I don't know anything about coaching. I don't know how to do this. And so, you know, I said, screw it. I'm going to jump into it. I'll have this guy to help me out. And, And, that's what I did man and I kind of never really looked back but I landed I la- I first, I lived this all that all my life so I went straight to my, I went back to my parents house and you know and I got kind of sucked into coaching that way um, I honestly uh, I didn't get into coaching in Greenfield, I didn't get involved with the Greenfield community until I had to move with my lady um, and we lived in King City and so um, Adam and roger and rudy uh, all these guys were like dude just come coach with us and then i, I even then i was like man i don't know like because i stopped coaching with art once i moved to king city um maybe like a year or two later i moved to king city and so i told him you know what man like i can't do it like it's i have to go all the way to i have to so i live in king city i have to commute in the morning to solve that because that's where i work then i have to commute to Gonza, to coach, then I had to commute all the way back to King City, so I yeah. told him, you know what, man, this is it for me, like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it, um, <clears throat> and so, and so, Rudy and Roger and Adam jumped on it real quick, you know, they were like, hey, come coach with us, come come help us out, come be our DB coach, come do this, come do that, and so um, they got me the DC job here in Greenfield, and that's how I kind of started to get involved with the community here, and started to, to do things here in Greenfield, because you know, Adam, Adam, up, yeah. And me, myself, I'm not a prideful guy. I know a lot of guys in saw that are like, no, man, I only coach in that. I got to be loyal. But for me, man, I'm loyal to the youngsters, right? Like if I could teach a youngster and help him out and, and save him, so to speak, I'm all for it, right? Like I'm all for teaching and I'm all for helping. Um, I'm not selfish, man. I'm not selfish at all. Like I've been told all my life, like one day you're going to have to give back what you learned, um, whether in Pop Warner in high school in uh, hard now or at your four year you're gonna have to get back man because you know what you know and how you understand the game is kind of like is unique that's kind of the word i got and and you know this came from all my coaches that i played with and you know for 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 it to come from them
0: like i, I you know there has to be something there like it can't be in my mind you know it, it can't be
2: my cockiness right a lot of people kind of mistook like would mistake that for me Uh, me being cocky but it was just me taking it from coaches that were a part of my life they were part of my life for more time than you know they they spent more time with me than my parents spent time with me you know what i'm saying so how could i not listen to what they were telling me yeah so but yeah i didn't i didn't get involved that much with the greenfield community i started coaching or until i started coaching here with with roger rudy with your dad you know um that's when i really started to make my appearance here and you know now i with bad production and all this i kind of really like, to dig into this community. All communities, man. I really... I, I enjoy the South County. I feel like we're rich and we're really under underestimated and we're really, like, put to the side. But it's like, man, you, like, you start digging into South County, like, dude, you have a couple guys from Greenfield, from Soledad and from González that leave the South County and go to Salinas to, you know, play sports or do whatever. And they're from our community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were just taken. They were kind of kidnapped from our community. So... You know, to find guys like that that you could kind of help out and, and mold, um, that's what I'm all for, whether it's with football or with my podcast or just in life in general, man. I, I really enjoy all that.
1: So, um, you talked about how you, did. you, you said you went and coached in Solidar, correct? Gonzalez. Do that funny story i've never coached this all day. Oh, that oh you never i've never coached it oh, i've I'm... coached everywhere but all that um i've even coached like the all-star games and Salinas and stuff like yeah. that um but never saw that i've coached a that kid at the all-star games but uh never saw that i'll probably never sorry but i'll never coach king city man <laughs> <laughs> i misunderstood that a little i thought you said you came and coached in uh
0: Berlanga, in, Yeah, but, yeah but yeah But in, in, in Gonzalez. Gonzalez. So, so,
2: no, no, I'm, that's the Berlanga over in uh, Art. in Gonza. not, yeah, not yeah. the one. I played for the one in Tall that, um, that well, when he was there, but yeah. um, never, never the one I think was, I think not my not son,
0: ever. I think my son forgets that there's there's twins. We got Frankie, we got Art. You know, Frankie was the Aztec, you know, co- head coach there, and now we got Art, the head coach in Gonzalez. So, um, just a little small note yeah. that we, uh, I think everybody tends to forget. Um, you yeah, know, they yeah. just they just hear the last name Berlanga and. You know, of course, they're associated because Art did coach with him, but uh, the head coaching is a um, you know the difference in the schools. But anyway, but yeah, I I have coached in King City, man. But yeah, <laughs>
2: not me, man. I cannot do it. I can't.
0: It's great down here, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so as you um, as you went from Gonzalez to Greenfield, was there a like a coaching wise was there a transition that you had to make? Um, cuz i i can i can only assume that there was a difference in the way that they wanted you to coach or a different style that you wanted to play in so was there like a transition that you had to make when when you were coaching to be honest um
2: no not really um there was no change in in regards to the coaching staff or to the way i coached um there was no change um i think it was kind of because you know I don't, know, I don't know how to put this, but I feel like people know to kind of just let me do me or let me be Jose yeah. and kind of trust me that you could talk to me if I'm steering it in a certain direction or doing something away, that, away from the way you want to take it, and then I can shift it back into whatever, like I'm, I'm able to, you're able to talk to me, you know what I'm saying? So they didn't really have to come up to me and be like, hey, you got to stop doing this or you got to stop doing that. Um, everything was kind of similar, like they, you know, even your dad, when he coached with me, you know, he he just let me do what I did or what I had to, and you know, then he would come back and be like, "Hey, try it this way," you know, and, yeah. and of course I would steer it back into this direction, you know, and so. But in, in the fa- in the in the whole um, the question that you asked about, like, did I ever have to was it change a way of coaching, right? Yeah, yeah, like, I never really had to change anything. Um, I coach all the players the same, man. I, I know, I know, sometimes. Um, messing around, I forget which coach was would tell me this, and they'd be like, "Coach, we're not in Gonzalez." Like, I'm like, "Dude, it's not about Gonzalez. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's about it's about being able to explain it to the kids and the kid paying attention and you know just grasping the concept because there is nothing different from the kid in Gonzalez, the kid in Sawdad, or the kid in Greenfield. There is nothing different. It's just about it's all about it's all about this man and about being able to open this and and that's all it takes right um but can they all do it yeah it's it's all capable they're all capable of doing it but it's all about whether they want to do it or whether they're gonna take a step back and be like all right this guy's trying to teach me let me pay attention um and i feel like a a lot of the times it's all about you know it's about being able to connect with your coach you know and that's 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 what it is for me you know because i'll be like well who is this guy to tell me i can't i can't do it this way you know what i'm saying but yeah, I mean I really had it I didn't have to really
1: change much, man. Yeah. Um so as you talk about coaching and you talked about um your playing days a little bit, what's what's been your favorite memory as a coach or a player or growing up? All time? Yeah, all time. Damn. That's
2: a big damn. Um honestly I think my best memory as a player was um, my senior year opening game first game? Uh, they had this whole thing going around about uh, packed Jeannie Martin Stadium, and so I remember the first game against Aliso High School. Uh, the damn stadium was packed to the top. To the top, man. There was people sitting around the, the, the bleachers. Uh, there were people sitting around the, the side of the fence, and you know we elected to receive. We we got the we got the we got the ball, and so. My buddy, my teammate, is the ball's coming straight to him. But something inside me said, snatch the fucking ball from him. So I don't know. Right? <laughs> so, but something told me, snatch the fucking ball. And so I ran in front of him and I grabbed it, dude. The ball was already bouncing. And so I grabbed the dang thing and I took off straight through the damn middle and I broke it for the, for the, uh, for the home run, right?
1: Yeah. So I, I pretty much took it to the house. The freaking stadium was wild. My teammates were going wild. I mean, I would have never thought I would have had the opening kickoff of my senior si- season
2: to the house. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a, it was a good memory. It was something great that you know I, I like to hang my hat on because not a lot of people could say that. Right? I opening kickoff my senior year. I took it to the damn house. You know, that's hard as it is. But yeah,
0: that's my—that's probably my most memorable thing. Yeah, that—that that would be. Yeah, Shit, that, that would
1: be, be man. Damn. I bet the dude. <laughs> I bet the dude that you took it from was like, damn, that should have been me, bro. <laughs> I, 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 dude. I
0: honestly,
2: I. <laughs> I'm not to, not to accuse the lady, but he's my neighbor. He lives he lives he lives up the block from me. His name's Kevin Lemus, and. Uh, I remember like for a minute like his mom
0: would
1: have say hi to me and so i like, oh she's probably <laughs> 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 Alright, real quick we just for the new people here in the in the lobby, we just wanted to give another shout out to our to our merch that dropped. Um, if you guys are interested, just let us know. Twenty dollars for a shirt, we have one in white, we have one in black. Um, so just let us know. Twenty dollars if you need shipping, we'll ship it out to you or we'll take you down, um, we'll take it out to you. So, I don't know if you've listened to um our previous shows, but at the end of our at the end of our shows we like to do some a little draft at the end. So, this week in honor of uh you being a defensive player in college, we wanted to do best defensive NFL players all time.
0: So, and, and for the record, I I go first in every selection cuz I'm at a disadvantage here with you young guys that keep track with with all the fantasy football stuff you guys not do nowadays and man i can't even keep track on who's on the raiders anymore and i'm a huge raiders fan by the way two and oh baby uh but anyway uh you know i had to had to put that plug in for the raiders um so yeah I'll, I'll let him take that the draft away here and see what we can come up with and uh i i gotta get a good draft man the first two uh episodes, I just, Adam beat me up, my son beat me up in the last one, and my son beat me up in the first one we did, so I, I, I gotta come up on one of them, man. Alright, so, for the people that are watching,
1: the way this draft is gonna work, we're drafting two linebackers, one D-line, one safety, and one corner, or you could do two corners or two safeties, DBs, they're the same thing. Um, but, we're gonna do, since he wanted to go first and he wanted to cheat, he's gonna get um he's gonna get the first pick and then i'll get the second and then you'll get three four and then we'll go back to middle and then he'll get the next two and it'll just go in a circle like that
0: kind of like fantasy football so are, are go, we man. Just tell me when to
1: go. so are we doing uh by position well, What are you we could doing? you could pick any position that you want right now just make sure you get the all
0: right so i'm gonna go i'm gonna start and how many linebackers did we get two so i can only pick one obviously right Right now. Alright, so to pick off my first linebacker, I'm a, I'm gonna go old school just because I'm an old school guy. I'm gonna go with Lawrence Taylor at my linebacker.
2: Alright, alright.
1: That's not bad. That's not bad. Is it my turn or is it I you? think it's, uh, an angel. Uh, it's my turn, yeah. So for my linebacker, one of the best of all time. Come on <laughs> man, I'm taking Ray Lewis. Oh,
0: man,
2: that's <laughs> my pick, but my number one pick you, guess, you
1: guess probably, I'm going to blast side. you guys this this. My number one pick, I'm going to go with Brian Erlacher, man. That dude was a beast. Hey, he guy. was on he was my cool. board. He, he was, was cool. on my board. All right,
0: you got, you got the next
1: pick, You got too. the next pick. So, do, do I have to go backer again? Or You could go whatever position
0: you, you want. You still have one backer left, though, because he said two backers. I said
1: one.
0: No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. You can pick another backer if you want another uh, Let me go with
2: a safety, man. I'm gonna go with my boy uh, Sean
0: Taylor, man. All right, so I'm up next, right? No, so, I'm up. I'm up. Oh, next. it's going backwards. You're right. Pick. You're right. So I'll, I'll take.
2: Evening, man. I'm telling you.
0: Trying to shit. I'll take.
1: I'll take my next linebacker just to get them out the way. I'll take. Uh, I'll take Dick. Uh, Dick Buckus. He was a legend, man. Dick
0: Buckus. All right, I'm going to go safety. Um, I'm going to go safety. I'm going to go Ronnie Lott. I'm going to go Ronnie Lott, you know, mm-hmm. big-time player, man. Um, and then uh, for linebacker, oh, man. Actually, what, what was it? So we got D-line, and what else we have? Um, what else do we D-line, have? D-line, safety, corner, two linebackers. So D-line, you know what? I, I guess backer, D-line would be the same thing, depending if they play d- defensive end to me, so – I'm gonna go ahead and put Reggie White up there.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. So is my who's trying to right? Yeah, my turn. My See, turn. See, I think
0: okay. he cheated. I have a feeling you no, like he got, got more 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 picks than we do. You know, I don't know. No, but yeah, you guys I'm get two, cheating. and then
1: I pick in between you guys. <laughs> I'm not cheating. Come on. All right. For for my D line, for my D line, I'm gonna take. Uh, Mean Joe Green. Okay.
2: Okay. I
1: think I'm gonna kick an old school. I'm gonna
2: take Warren Sack, man. Warren
1: Sack. Wrong with him. Alright, you got the next pick too. Mm. Well, so I got
2: I got D-line, one D-line man.
1: You got uh, a backer, uh, you got a uh, DB, and you got your last pick. DB. Let me see.
2: What I want is my corner? Dang. Hey, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know what? Charles Woodson, man, let's get Team Raiders up in this. That's right. Gee, let's go Team Raiders up in here, man. <laughs> I think
0: I was going to be your kickoff. Your hey, I got Ronnie Lott. He was a Raider at one point, too, so. I'm, oh, are going
2: to pick Woodson? That's Gordon?
0: No, I don't know who I was going to pick yet. I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about it.
1: I'm really surprised that he's still on the board, but I'm going to take for my cornerback, primetime time, Deion Sanders. Damn. Damn. He got me
0: there, man. All right, so. Yeah, you got
1: the next two picks.
0: So, I need a second linebacker. And uh, I'm going to go with, um. you know what? I'm going to stick with the Bears since you went Erlacher. I'm going to go Mike Singletary. I'm going to go Mike Singletary there for the linebacker. Um and I, I could probably have just one more pick right you have yeah, just the corner you have one right now you have a you have a safety in a corner safety was Ronnie Luck oh, wait, for my me. bad you have a two linebackers i'm done d lineman i'm done so i just have my corner oh yeah so um oh, let me see for my corner uh let me see here let me think about this for just a second we're not time so uh you got to give me a minute i'm kind of hoping adam throws a name out there for me um
2: uh, you see what I'm saying? Uh, Adam, if you're if you're still on uh,
0: up, man, you help me out here. Um, I I know my interior players, but I'm not too I'm not very well versed with um with uh, DBs. You know, I, I have a name in mind, but
1: mm, hmm. If we were in a fantasy draft, you would have got
0: auto picked already. Oh, you You'd know what, top Adam? Top. I agree. I agree. Revis. Darrell Rivas? Darrell Rivas at corner. That was either him or... or, Oh, I'm not going to say that other name. I'll let you guys decide. Oh, I think Jose froze up on us. Oh, I think uh, uh, we lost Jose here. He's frozen. Frozen in time there. Yeah. uh, Jacob. Oh, I'm not angry anymore. You wouldn't be angry because you're 2-0, Jacob. (laughs) Oh, there he is. He's back. We lost you there for a minute. So, what'd you pick? So, I picked uh, Revis. Darrell Revis. Yeah, I know. I need to get off
2: the dang (laughs) Wi-Fi.
0: You back? You good? You good over there? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, all right.
1: All right, with my last pick, I'm going to take... My safety, Troy
0: Palumalu. Oh, did you just read Jacob's comment? Is that where that came from? No, I, he was on my board. Hey, you could, you can could only help me, Jacob. You can't help these two youngsters, man. You're helping them cheat. And now that I see that you're on, Jacob, I'm disappointed I can't order the Jake special no more.
2: For real, man? That's messed
0: up. Right? <laughs> can't get that that uh, um, Jake special, man. That's just that's harsh.
2: That's you know what? Harsh. Has anybody ever asked that's why I stopped coaching at
0: Grimfield, because I can't go get a Jake special after my practice. <laughs> we'll blame <laughs> it. We'll blame it on Jacob.
1: All right, Jose, you got you got your last pick. My last pick is gonna make
2: Adam very happy. I'm going with Patrick Willis at linebacker. Oh, room. that's a Willis. Linebacker left. I'm that, going with Patrick
1: Willis.
2: That's solid. That's a
1: solid pick. That's solid. All right, just to go back over these teams, you got Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor, Ronnie Lott, Reggie White. Singletary and Darrell Revis. I got Ray Lewis, Dick Buckkiss Joe Green, Deion Sanders, and Troy Paulumalu. <laughs> and then Jose's got Brian Erlacher, Sean Taylor, Warren Sapp, Charles Woodson, and Patrick Willis. That, I don't know. Those are pretty solid teams. If you guys stay for the
2: whole,
1: if you guys stay for the whole draft, you guys can vote down in the comments who's got a better team.
0: But right now we can probably take. Uh, we have a few minutes left before Instagram. Uh, Kicks us off, so I don't know if there's any questions out there. Um, what does Adam say? A lot of Niners on this list, so he uh, Coach Adam was at, was happy either way. Um, uh, let me see, what is that? See, I, oh, see, uh, Coach Jacob giving me some love. He's saying I won easy, hands down. I think he was just happy that um, that we we you know we put him as part of a segment of the show. You know, I think he made a comment uh-huh. to that earlier, so I think that's why he's showing me some love there. Hey, I appreciate it though. No, thanks for the vote. <laughs> So any questions out there for Coach Jose? Um, now that we got him on board here, and it looks like little man is hungry, so he's trying to get Daddy to feed him there. I think he, I think he wants like some candy or something. Hey Coach, I bought, some, I bought him. I told you I went I went out with him earlier, and so
2: I bought him some good some. Uh, I bought him a little re- control remote ah. you know, game or whatever, or the cars, and he's trying to. He's been trying to get me to buy him some batteries, so I gotta check if I ask him here. And so he's like, check <laughs>
0: already. <laughs> Uh, it Looks like my uh, some of the coaches here from Green Adam and Chalo voting for me again. So I'm up three to nothing on you folks, you youngsters, man. So and three I didn't did even nothing. cheat. I didn't even cheat. Well, except for one. For one, I had to get some help, but other than that, um, you know, I was all me right there. So that's ridiculous. I have a whole <laughs> list of names that he could have just got off. Of. Hey, man, I'm just trying
2: to pay some respects to the old timer.
0: Let to do the next show. Yeah. So. Um, so shout out to Jose, thanks for being on the show man, I, I appreciate it, uh, thanks for the love for everybody else that tuned in, um, we'd like to um, welcome everybody next week, uh, we'll have Full Circle on board, uh, Full Circle, Julio and, and uh, Chuy, I don't know if you played against Chuy, I think he might be a little older than you, but we're going to have full, cir- f- uh, full Circle on the show next week, I think we're having Julio come down from Sacramento and, and joining us live from down here, and Again, just bringing folks that um, that have uh, had some kind of impact in Greenfield. Jose, you being one of them, um, with you know coaching with us last year, um, this last season, and you know we're appreciative. I know we uh, we um, you know we, we always had uh, shared our thoughts, and we're always able to work through them. So I appreciate it. Keep up the hard work with Band Productions. Obviously, we've supported. We we were very supportive of your show, and then try to watch it as much as as possible. I was very happy to see Felicia on your show last week. Uh, one of my all-time yeah. favorite kids she's a great kid um great great kid and I, I know her i knew her dad really really well so it was really touching for to watch your show last week and and see how hard she how, how far she's come along and that's been awesome man so i look forward to your next show i was kind of disappointed though when you announced you weren't gonna do one tomorrow so i was like All right, i guess i'll have to wait another week to see what he's got what he's got on 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 tap you know um so, I, you know, I have a question here for Jose, so that I wouldn't forget. We got Biggie. Biggie's asking, uh, how hard is it to transition from city to city, knowing that, uh, for the most part, all South County are rivals? Um, how hard was that for you? I'm, just, I'm going to go ahead and do the questions, because we always tend to forget that they that they do them. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. It's all good. Um,
2: just to answer that question, uh, it kind of goes back to what I answered earlier, right? Like, I have no. A lot of guys do have problems with the it, right? It's like, oh, we're rivals, we're this, we're that. But I like to say, you know well, man? I was a, I was a rival to this school when I was a player. I am no longer a player. Um, I can take my knowledge. I can take whatever I was taught to, you know, serve another community if I if I have to or if I please to. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold some old school, you know, mentality where it's like, oh, you're your rival, you can't go there. Um, you know, it, it's it's just not who I am. I'm I'm the type of guy to spread the wealth and and spread the knowledge, and, and you know whether it's King uh, King City, but screw it, I'll do it, King City, Greenfield, uh, Gonzaga, that wherever it may be, you know, if, if they want to have me and if they open me with or they welcome me with open arms, um, I'm all for it. You know, there is no such thing for me as a rival school. Um, in, in regards to, like, the kids, it was a little tough because all these kids like to talk smack. And all these kids are always like, oh, F. Chole or F. Greenfalt or F. Gonza or F. And it's like, dude, like I really don't care about any of that. That's like your guys' little beef or whatever little dilemma that you guys got going <laughs> on, you know, with your little whole rivalry stuff. Right. Um, I could care less. And so I always, I, you know, the hardest part is just taking this whole little, you know, um, sort of bullying. From the players because they're always talking their smack. Players are going to be players, but yeah, not really hard. Just to answer that question. It was not really much of a task for me. You know, it kind of, it comes kind of natural. Just like I said, it can't. It, it was something that I knew I had to do in the future, so it, it kind of made it easier. Like I was prepped for that for this. You know, I was prepped to spread the wealth and spread the knowledge.
0: That's that's great, and I think I feel the same way. And um, I've obviously been in contact with both schools. So just to wrap it up, coach, any last thoughts? Anything else you want to get out to the people? Um what you got going, what's coming up next for Bam? How would you like to close out the show? We'll let you close this um, out before we say goodbye to everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah, just one of the biggest things right now, um, with everything going on in this in the world, you know, loss and everything, you know, hug your loved ones, spend as much time with your loved ones. Um, you know, just, just to kinda uh explain to you the reason I'm not doing a show is cause my um, my wife's cousin who was my buddy as well, you know, we were close we were good friends. Um he passed away. Um, and so, um, I, you know, I, he passed away on Wednesday. I, I, maybe I shouldn't have done the show. I went on with it. I, I didn't feel all 100% to do it. You know, I still don't feel 100% to do it. Um, I did your show because I committed to it. And, you know, if I want to commit to it, I'm going to go ahead and follow through and do what I do. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, um, you know that happened. So my, my, my levels of, or my energy has been kind of low. And for me, taking care of yourself is one of the biggest things, right? Taking care of your energy and making sure your energy is right. Um, and I'm not going to spread any energy that's not 100% the top or the best of my ability, right? Um, but, yeah, man, my biggest message is love Love your loved ones, um, your parents, your moms, your your sisters, your brothers. You know, hug them, love them. You don't know the last day that you're going to wake up and or you're going to go to sleep and never wake up. Um, so that's my biggest message to the world, you know, just
0: Love the loved ones. Hi, man. Well, much love and respect and prayers out to your family, Coach. Thanks for joining us here on Active Youth Mentors. And uh, we look Thanks, to sir. see what you have going on in the future. And uh, maybe we can collaborate again here going down at some kind of event or something. Again, I appreciate Thank you coming on board. And, and uh, we, we appreciate your support, too, on the T-shirt. So, uh, so just a shout-out. Hopefully, you'll wear it on one of your podcasts and show some love there.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. But... Much love, guys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right, man. Appreciate it.